Hey everyone, welcome back to That Shit Is Poison. This is a mini-sode. Also, we can probably call it a toxisode. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. But <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, so we wanted to give you another update in this ongoing saga of Alexei Navalny. Once again, um, harking back to our special episode, What's in Room 239, there's just a lot of stuff that's been happening. So as we promised, we will update you live as things are going on or as live as they can be with these recordings. So Megan, I don't know if you know anything about like what happened right before. I know it's like limited. We both were not able to like look at everything, but he had his trial. Last that we know, he touched down in Russia, home country, was immediately mm -hmm. detained and went to trial and was charged for three years, you said, or up to three years? Yeah. The last I read, it was three plus years. And I okay. don't know if that's changed. Yeah. So what has been the trending article mm -hmm. as of late mm -hmm. is that the doctor that originally treated Navalny after his poisoning back in August has suddenly died. And I will say I'm a little bit confused because I thought he was treated in Germany. Yeah. So in that regard, uh -huh. when he was originally hospitalized, so like, you know, he's on the plane. They recognize immediately he's been poisoned. Mm -hmm. They actually do touch down in the vicinity that they were in. I think they do touch down in Russia and they go to a, ho oh. a Russian hospital to get quick treatment mm -hmm. before they actually okay. induce a coma so that he can be, tr be transported to the main facility in Germany got where he it. got treatment. Mm -hmm. Bob, like, how did I not remember that from my own freaking story? But thank you, Megan. No, thank you good. for the My bad. No, my you're I needed that <laughs> because I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, like Megan had said, the original doctor mm -hmm. that had treated Navalny when everything first went down, his name is Sergei Maximishin. And he was the deputy chief physician of the Omsk Emergency Hospital, who suddenly died at the age of 55 by a heart attack, mm. which is very interesting coming off our last mm -hmm. episode, yeah, The Devil's Nightcap, episode 14, where a similar thing happened. Not saying that it was aconite at all, but in that situation, the suspect also died of a heart attack. So obviously, Navalny's chief of staff and everyone involved is looking at this with wide open eyes thinking like oh mm. you know clearly something something is up right so Navalny's chief of staff Leonid Volkov he has confirmed that Maximishin was in charge of treating the opposition leader and that he was the head of the department and essentially the emergency room department where he was being treated and he essentially knew more than anyone else about Alexei's condition and what was causing his conditions and so they cannot dismiss his the possibility of foul play. However, at this time, they have no additional information if it is foul play or not. They just don't have any information right now. And CNN specifically is calling on whistleblowers at this hospital to come, like anybody, healthcare workers, down to even like the mm. janitors, even whoever was around at the time, to come forward if they are willing to do so to shed more light on the situation. Mm. So that is what's going on with the doctor situation at the same time there's a few moving parts that have been happening happening simultaneously so that's happening and then on the other side 
Navalny's wife, Yulia, mm-hmm. has just left Russia. Mm-hmm. She has left to go back to Germany, not go back, but go- to go to Germany. And they say it's just temporary, like she's not going there to seek asylum or anything like that. But it's just a temporary thing, I think, just until like things cool down a little bit more. Right. And the last thing that's been happening that I just researched as updated like 10 hours ago is that there's been internal fighting in Russia's anti-Kremlin opposition over Alexei Navalny, meaning Mm. Alexei Navalny has his own party, essentially. Right. And they've been vying for political seats for a long time to be, you know, to hold some sway in the policies and politics of Russia. But of course, the Kremlin has stopped them every single time in terms of not even allowing them to have a voice or be an official party in mm-hmm. Russia. But they are still, you know, very a very strong force and entity within Russia just because of Alexei Navalny himself. Mm. Anyway, so now that Navalny is detained slash in prison, there has been a solo voice in this whole group that has been saying essentially like we need to decide whether or not to support Navalny he's kind of just like almost like this has gone too far Mm. and what is going to come of this he's like the protest he's like because right now Russia a lot of people who are majority of people who support Navalny which is a lot of them have been protesting taking to the streets etc etc and protesting that he's going to be jailed and demanding Mm -hmm. that he be freed Mm -hmm. which is what they have done in the past and Navalny was let go Mm -hmm. so now it's become a little more intense from what I gather and this person who is sort of dissenting I would say he's essentially saying like this is not the way that we should do things and he's kind of condemning Navalny in some ways he's like this is not how we fight for Russia for the respect of the people and to live a life without fear and repression and he's like this is incompatible with Navalny's policies Hmm. so he is thinking we should use our efforts and our energy right now to gain political parliamentary seats so that we can have actual power play or have an actual staying power in politics rather than taking to the streets and protesting, which is like, hmm. I don't know, like this, honestly, the article I'm reading is a little bit confusing. I, I would hmm. need to read a few other articles to fully understand the situation at hand. So I apologize if I am botching that hmm. logic that I just said, but that is my short understanding of this article. Bottom line is there is internal conflict right now within Navalny's party. I mean, no, I think that that all makes sense. I think it's natural for infighting to occur with any sort of organization that's looking for political power. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense is like, why can't you do both? Why can't you protest and also proactively look for, you know, the the seats in the government or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, I imagine that right, there's two right. factions. I imagine that they're all smart enough. They've been doing this for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. to know, okay, as an outcome of his arrest, of course, there's going to be protests, but we can't sidetrack. You know, it's like, yeah. I understand what this person is saying in a sense of, I'm sure Navalny would be like, listen, I know I'm going to jail, so don't get distracted by my imprisonment yeah. like keep fighting for yeah. our cause i imagine that's like what the tone mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. but i can understand the side of like it's also very powerful for people globally to see how much these protests are affecting yeah. the kremlin right so there's utility there as well i'm very neutral about whoever what this guy i forgot <laughs> his name already but i'm very neutral about this person's stance because i think there's validity there 
I don't want to assume that there is a more devious intention to be like, I'm trying to gain power and like be the mm-hmm. the ringleader of this movement. I, I don't see that if yeah. that is the implication, which I know you're not implying that, but I can see how some people would, would think that. Well, so, okay. yeah, that's, well, cause now thoughts. I'm reading. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now Tell I'm me like, uh, let me like skirt <laughs> backtrack. Uh Oh, I'm reading the U S news and world report. And, and the article is titled infighting erupts in Russia's anti-Kremlin opposition over Alexei Navalny. So essentially I'm just going to read it so that there's no, yeah, do it rephrasing mm-hmm. here okay so russian opposition sure. plans to convert anger over alexei navalny's arrest and jailing into parliamentary seats at the ruling pro kremlin party's expense later this year the row and this is after an acrimonious outbreak of infighting the row began on saturday when the veteran founder of yabloko a storied anti-kremlin party urged people to turn their back on navalny who has emerged as the most high profile mm. opposition politician after his arrest and jailing sparked nationwide protests. And then this is Yavlinsky talking, who is the person that was the dissenter. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone must decide whether to support Navalny or not, he wrote in an article, which accused Navalny of being a xenophobic and authoritarian nationalist, Mm. something the 44-year-old has denied in the past. Mm. And he goes on to say, but you need to understand a democratic Russia, respect for people, and a life without fear and repression are incompatible with Navalny's hmm. policies. How interesting. What I'm understanding is this person isn't necessarily hmm. part of Navalny's anti-Kremlin faction. This person just so happens to be part of the bigger, broader anti-Kremlin movement. Does that make sense? Oh, wait, no, no, no. He is part of this party. Sorry. He is part of this Yabloko Liberal Party. It's, it stands for Russia of the Future, and Navalny is the leader. Oh, Okay. But this person was one of the founders. Is that the language that was used? Yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't know if he's a founder, but he's really, really high up, and he's uh. he was also up for nomination as being the next president of this party. Oh, how interesting! Yeah, I'd like to learn more. Again, <laughs> in fighting happens no matter what your cause. You know, like everyone has yeah. a different route, a different methodology. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it is interesting. the The comments on Navalny's xenophobia. And other isms. Obviously, like, we only Mm -hmm. know Navalny from the aspect of, like, he's someone who has, what's the word, really brought the anti-Kremlin movement to social media. I think that's what makes him unique, Mm -hmm. like, personally speaking. Like, his utilization of Twitter and YouTube is very, very unique. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's got so much Mm -hmm. traction. I'm recognizing for myself that that's really all I know, know him as and that he's fighting for this movement. I've never really looked into, like, criticisms about who he is as a person. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, yeah, we've learned time and time again throughout history that there are tons of people who have fought for what we consider like the right thing that actually had some sorted personality details, sorted characteristics. Yeah. Anyways, again, very neutral about all this information. Same. I've just taken the facts as they are. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. present my opinion because there, I have no mm-hmm. opinion. I think I'm just going to yeah. present the information that is being reported out there and yeah that's that poison pals do your own sleuthing if that's what yeah. you, if you're interested in understanding more and really understanding if navalny are those things yeah but yeah we will continue to report back as we always will and just to clarify again mm-hmm. let's go back to that doctor sergey 
Oh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> do we feel pretty confident that his death was suspect? I think so. As we just say, like, we're not going to talk about opinions. But, but no. this is different. This is this is a this different. This is different. Yeah. This is different. This is different. <laughs> we decide rules here. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, I, I do think it's suspect just because right now, I think the rest of the world has all their eyes on the Kremlin right now in mm-hmm. regards to them owning up to the fact that they did in fact poison Navalny like that is cannot be disputed I think yeah. at this point yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that they clearly did based on this you know conversation that Navalny had yeah. with the FSB and so on and so forth so the rest of the world is is kind of like own up to what you did because mm-hmm. you did it and everyone is watching you so you know there's nowhere to hide type of thing yeah. right yeah but I feel like Russia is and especially under Putin they're like no, 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 we didn't do this. Like they will, to the day they die, they will never mm. admit to that. And I feel like they're still wanting to clean up after themselves. And mm. he was one of, he was like a, what do you call it? Like a loose end. <laughs> a loose end. Yes. And he was one of those loose ends that they needed to tie up. Which is so crazy because like that doctor was literally like the head of that medical facility or Dude, like one of the right. the lead directors there so it's just like man oh man and even if he wasn't killed per se like whether by poison or otherwise Mm. i can also see a situation where they are threatening him they're threatening his family like if you Mm. say anything we will know and you know blah 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 blah. all the crazy scenarios you can think of in your head and that in itself the stress the pressure absolutely knowing that the fsb is on to you or coming after you for the rest of your life would be enough to send anyone into a spiral and that could land in a heart attack absolutely yeah it's a good alternative in terms of just why he might have passed so thanks for that update absolutely so that is that guys (laughs) that is our update for you so we will keep you guys posted as usual but that's it for today so this is our mini sode or toxisode and until next time thanks for listening guys 